Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. My name is Johan Shin, and I have the joy and privilege of being your host for today. The title for today is Law and Love. Law and Love. When you hear these two words, what do you think of? When I hear these two words together side by side, it seems to me that they have more at odds with each other than they do in common. It's almost kind of awkward to put them in the same sentence even, side by side, law and love. When I hear the word law, I feel a bit uneasy. It reminds me of words like authority and enforcement, as I am reminded of the consequences of what would happen to me if the law was not properly observed. If I drive too fast above the speeding limit, then I am handed a speeding ticket. I can almost hear police sirens and see the flashing blue and red police lights behind me. On the other hand, when I hear the word love, I think of heartwarming hugs, good conversations, and good hearty food even. Maybe the food part is just me. Anyhow, law and love. The word of God teaches us that there is a special relationship between these two seemingly polarized L words. Let me just read to you a couple of verses for today. It comes from Psalm 119, verse 97, 103, and 125. How I love your instruction. It is my meditation all day long. How sweet your word is to my taste, sweeter than honey in my mouth. I am your servant. Give me understanding so that I may know your decrees. The Bible teaches us that the relationship between law and love, it goes hand in hand. Well, how is this so? John Calvin describes the threefold use of the law, and I think this is really helpful in helping us understand the relationship between law and love. According to Calvin, the first function of the law is that it serves as a mirror that reflects to us both the perfection and righteousness of God but also it's a mirror that reflects and shows us our sinfulness and our shortcoming. The second function of the law is what we call the civil use that is used to restrain evil in this world. Um, Quote, though the laws cannot change the heart, it can to some extent inhibit lawlessness by its threats of judgment, especially when backed by a civil code that administers punishment. So the second function of the law is more for a civil use in a sense that it protects us and our societies. The third function of the law is that it serves as a guide to God's children, what pleases God, our Heavenly Father. As one author describes it, it could be called almost like a family code. To continue to borrow the words of this insightful author, quote, Christ was speaking of this third use of the law when he said that those who became his disciples must be taught to do all that he had commanded, and the obedience to his commands will prove the reality of one's love for him. The Christian is free from the law as a system of salvation, but is, quote, under the law of Christ as a rule of life, unquote. The law is significant to us, not in the sense that we attain salvation by fulfilling it, 
By no means. Remember when Jesus said those last words on the cross before he died? It is finished? Yeah, he meant it. He lived a life of perfection and completed the law completely on our behalf. There's nothing we can do or cannot do that will undo what Christ has done for us. So what then, you may ask? What purpose does the law serve us? The law of God shows us who God is, but also shows us, his children, what pleases God and points us towards the Christian life that God intends for us as his children to live. That's the reason why that the law should not be a heavy burden for us, where our success or failure of achieving it determines our fate. Rather, it serves as a joyful and life-guiding guide where it teaches us to know more about God and the life that he intends for his glory, but also for our own good. Let me explain it this way. I have three sons, and I can tell you so many times, even multiple times a day, there are moments where my sons can be very disobedient. Um, the sons of being the sons of Adam and sons of Johan um, reminds me and them that they are sinners and they are sons of rebellion at times. But even in those moments of rebellion, there are moments where they really warm up and want to obey. They're rare moments, but they do. And the moments where they really want to obey what I tell them or ask of them is when they feel absolutely loved, when they know that what I'm asking of them is good for them, and they just absolutely are grounded in that love. And when they know that when they do what I ask of them, that pleases me as their father. When they're in sync, they actually joyfully and willfully obey and do some of the things that I ask of them. It's rare, but it happens. And I think that's very similar to how the law serves for us, that it teaches us and it reminds us of who God is, but also tells us what the life is that God desires of us and pleases him. This is the reason why the psalmist in our scripture today proclaims, how I love your instruction. It is my meditation all day long, how sweet your word is is to my taste, sweeter than honey in my mouth. I think the times that I find myself most difficult reading God's word and obeying is when it feels like it's just a list of demands. I need to do this to be a good person. I need to do that to be a good Christian. No, rather the Bible speaks freedom. It speaks life. My worth is not determined by the expectation of my spouse, my children, my coworkers, my boss, or my employees. It is de determined by Christ and Christ alone. Wow. I mean, doesn't that give freedom? Here's another one. My success and worth is not ultimately dependent on my net value or my paycheck or the sum of my assets. It is determined by Christ and Christ alone. It's amazing what truth does. It sets us free. And that's the relationship between law and love. I pray that as we are reminded of the proper functions of the law, that we may love God's law as it gives life rather than binding us to a list of rules we cannot keep. May the law of God lead us to God's love in a place of worship today as well. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for the word of God. 
Thank you for the law of God. Thank you for revealing who you are through the scriptures. And thank you for revealing to us what pleases you through the scriptures. I pray that you would change our hearts and minds so that we may delight in your word. Give us the strength to live according to your word, even in times when we are weak and not perfect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you'd take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. And if you'd like for more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit us at marinerschurch.org.